Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Hey friend, welcome back to Anchored in Always. In today's episode, I'm just going to speak to you off the cuff as I've done um, in a few episodes recently, Um, but uh, today's is more from um, just some thoughts I had after after reading a post that um, someone that I'm friends with on Facebook had shared, and it just made me think about a few things that that I wanted to share with y'all. And um, in her post, uh, which was very authentic and raw and well-meaning, first and foremost, but um, she had shared a, a struggle that she um, had been going through over the the past year. Um, in her marriage and um, was very raw and vulnerable, which I I appreciate. And I think there's so much healing in us sharing our stories um, as we've tried to do, Josh and I, um, just because we know that there are people out there that can relate and, you know, they will be able to um, reach out to us or find hope or something in part of our story as the more real and vulnerable we are in sharing it. And so I appreciated um, that about this woman's post. However, um, in the post she had she had mentioned her pain and just how how um difficult the situation she went through was the hardest thing that anybody could go through and um and then she made some comparisons to um how it was so hard because even what she was going through you were just felt so alone and isolated and then um how when you go to rehab or you go get treatment how you are um usually everybody tells you how brave you are or if you lose a child she mentioned that specifically um how you have so many people that come around you and and support you in that but with her particular um issue of finding out some hardships in her marriage um lack of trust broken trust um that you just felt so alone and and hopeless and so as I read that, I found myself struggling with with what she was saying. Um, of course, you know our story, and and I've struggled with all all of the things that that she had been through personally in my own life the the trust broken trust and infidelity in my marriage, um, the substance abuse and addiction problems um, in my marriage, um, and the loss of a child, and so. And, and having a loved one go go to rehab. So all of those things. And so I could really kind of, from my perspective, speak into it. And I didn't um, with her post, but I thought about how, um, you know, when, when someone goes, when Josh went to treatment um, for rehab um, over five years ago, I remember when him and I drove that drive to the Warrior House in Alabama, where he was going to stay for three months, we held hands the whole way and we were terrified. He was terrified. Um, we cried the whole entire time and he called his family and cried with them. And, um, there, there didn't feel like anything brave in that moment. Um, there was now looking back, but, 
um, in that moment, he, he was terrified and it literally took rock bottom. Um, it took really nothing left for him to make that that decision. And there is bravery in that, but it was a huge risk in the sense that I'm sure um, as a physician assistant, um, as a father, as a Christian man and husband, um, there were a lot of people that did not think about, think of him the same way. Um, He might've lost some credibility um, from people and he chose to do it anyway. And there's bravery in that. But in her post, she said that people just think that you're brave for making that choice. And I don't think that that is true. You know, I think um, it's the wise thing to do, of course, is to go get help, but you're taking a risk, of course. There's always going to be people that don't understand your situation and they're going to possibly judge you or be critical of, well, I can't believe, you know, um, their family is going through that. I can't believe he um, struggles with that. And, And I was that way for a long time. I didn't understand the nature of addiction and, um, the pull that it had on, on Josh. I remember countless times telling him, why don't you just stop? Like, what is wrong with you? I would say really shameful things like that. Like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you just, just stop? You're ruining your life. You're ruining our family. And I didn't understand that, that to an addict, the, the, the drug of choice, whatever that may be, um, you go into survival mode in your brain to get that. Um, it becomes more important than anything else, like food or water, um, to a non-addict. Um, so that drug of choice is to them, whether that be pornography, um, s- substances, alcohol, drugs, um, another person that's codependency. Um, and really, so there's just that, that struggle. And I didn't understand it until, um, I walked through recovery myself and celebrate recovery really opened my eyes to all of that. Um, so I just wanted to kind of share that from our perspective, perspective, if anybody else is, is seeing things on, on Facebook or wondering, you know, feeling ashamed about going to to treatment, or maybe you've shamed somebody else because you didn't understand the nature of the disease. Um, and then of course, with the, the second area that she talked about the, um, losing a child and just having, you know, so much support. We did have so much support. The Marcus Strong community was incredible. Our family, our friends, our Celebrate Recovery Forever family, um, we had support. She was correct in that, but I can tell you that there is nothing that replaces that void. Um, there is no amount of support that fills that void of um, losing a child. and. And as we, you know, as the, as Marcus, after he passed, the support kind of fades over time. Um, we still feel loved and supported overall, but um, not to the level we were, of course, when he was sick or right after he passed. Eventually, people go on with their lives and you don't get checked on quite as much. And, you know, everybody's life goes back to normal, but ours Ours never will. Um, you know, there's always that missing seat at the table. Um, you know, taking that extra plate or cup down or not doing that, realizing, you know, there's just four of us now. Um, sometimes I would get uh, messages from like Walgreens for a prescription refill for Marcus after he passed. And so there's just always these constant reminders of this person who you loved so much and you thought you had um, a lifetime with, and they're just, they're not here. And so there's no, nothing that can um, replace that except for, um, the only thing that, that can is, is anchoring into Jesus is just holding on 
to the hope that he is good and sovereign and that I will see Marcus again one day in eternity because of Jesus. And and that is the only thing that gives any sort of lasting comfort as you grieve the loss of a child. Um, but what that really spoke to my heart about, and I think this is really what I wanted to share the most with y'all today, was that, you know, I found as I read this, and, and there was maybe a, a little anger um, reading this maybe, but more than that, I started thinking about myself. I started thinking... I do this. What if I'm sharing a post about my grief and I'm saying in a way like there is nothing harder, nothing harder than losing a child. And I've probably said those very words. And, um, and so I started thinking about it from this perspective of, you know, there is, there is, because if, if I, and I have several people in mind right now that I'm thinking of, but, um, what about the, the single mom? you know, who, who's lost her child. I have a friend who is a single mom and she lost her son to brain cancer. Um, just like Marcus, they were right around the same age and she had to walk that journey by herself. Although she had, I'm sure support from family and friends. She didn't have, um, a spouse right with her walking every single step and going to bed and crying with every night like I did. Um, and so, so I thought about that, you know, like, that is hard. That is hard, maybe harder than what I had to experience in that sense. Um, and then what about the parents? And there are several that come to mind um, who lost a child suddenly. Uh, their life, just one moment, everything was normal. And the next moment, their child is gone, whether it be a car accident or a brain aneurysm or um, or anything. And they and they have to adjust quickly to life without this child. And, and so that, that wasn't our story. And, and that may be harder, um, it, in some, pers- in certain ways. And, um, you know, and, and then even further than that too, what about, um, someone who's lost their only child? I have a friend who lost her son in a drowning accident and he was her only child. And th- here's a mama grieving for her only child. And, you know, I'm thankful that I have two other children to love on and pour into. Um, and so that was just, you know, a moment of gratitude, thinking of these different situations that although my story is so very hard and painful, and I would give anything for it not to be my story and to have my son back, I am thankful that I had a husband to walk with me through it that we had some time with Marcus before he passed um, to really just fully appreciate it. You know, that um, we have other children to love and uh, uh, to love on and pour into. Um, and the last thing I think really the most important thing is that we're believers. You know, I would watch um, other families in the waiting rooms at the hospital. And sometimes you could just see in their eyes the hopelessness, the complete hopelessness. Um, and we never lost hope, um, and we still have hope because of our faith in Jesus. And so I think about families that are have lost a loved one, or going through addiction, or infidelity, or loss of finances and jobs, or whatever it may be, whatever crisis you might be going through right now, um, and they don't have a relationship with Jesus, and how hopeless that might, that would feel. Um, and so. I say all of this to just encourage you, if you're listening today, that it's very easy sometimes to get so caught up in our own trials and our own suffering and think that that we are so alone and 
and nobody understands my pain or nobody's been through this. Um, but there is usually someone who's been through what you're going through and often people who have been through harder things even. And so just to keep that perspective of gratitude, when I started thinking about all of the things that I that I did have, even though I lost my son and even though I had to go through that hard, hard trial and I'm still grieving, there was so much to be thankful for. And it really changed my perspective. And so I did reach out to this woman and messaged her just to encourage her um, in that way to, uh, despite the hardships that I was proud of how brave she was in sharing her story. And I know that it was going to be an encouragement to so many women listening or seeing, seeing her post. Um, but to also keep in mind that, that there is always harder. And so to, to try to learn to be grateful, um, and what were the positives, the takeaways, um, and she reached back out and and we had a good discussion. But, um, anyway, I just wanted to share that with you today. And I, my hope and prayer is that if you're going through a hardship, you, maybe you can stop and pause and just, um, think about what good things, what gifts has God given you to help you through the trial that you're, you're going through. And as always, I hope you know that you can reach out to me, uh, through my email, Katie at anchored um, or join the Facebook community anchored and always on Facebook. And I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, so you can share whatever you're going through and get some help, um, and some support. Um, so let me just close in prayer over you today. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you so much for this time and this space and this platform to be able to share um, just ways that you're moving and working and speaking in my heart and that I get to share it with the, the listeners, Father. And I just pray for the person listening today who who is struggling in a hardship and, and who is having a hard time um, with gratitude because of it, who feels isolated and alone and feels like whatever it is that they're walking through, um, that that is harder than anything anybody has been through. And, um, and to them, that makes it feel so oppressive and so overwhelming and lonely. And so I pray, Lord, that you would just speak to their heart and comfort them. Lord, just give them um, the strength to be able to reach out and like this woman did to share their story um, with other people and find in doing that, Lord, that they have community, that they have other people who have been through hardships too that can rally around them. Lord, you did not make us to walk this life alone. Um, you built us and wired us for community and fellowship. And so I pray that um, the listener would reach out today um, and seek help for whatever they're going through and not stay isolated or alone, that you would give them strength and they would feel your comfort. It's in Jesus' powerful name we pray. Hey friend, are you feeling stuck? Maybe in your relationship with God, yourself, or other people in your life. As a professional life and relationship coach, I can help you discover unhealthy patterns and mindsets that are holding you back from experiencing more fulfilling relationships and stepping into that God-sized calling in your life with confidence. You can email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com or go to bit.ly forward slash anchoredindiscovery to schedule your free 20-minute discovery session with me to see how we can partner together. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored and Always. I will put all of these links in the show notes for you. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Please take a quick minute to subscribe and leave me a review. 
Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.